So it's 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 complicated. It's dialogical. It's all over the place. There's no single theory that's going to emerge about what unitary urbanism is. But the basic 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 definition is the, the theory of a combined use of arts and techniques as a means of contributing to the construction of a unified milieu in dynamic relation with experiments and behavior. That's I'm curious what these dynamic experiments in like how that would fit in. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like dynamic, that must mean like not programmatic, not predetermined, not top down. Dynamic almost or, or almost in the sense you're using the word organic before. Dynamic yeah. as opposed to static or kind of like predetermined that would have to be dynamic active <laughs> if you want but even without the hopes and dreams you guys have been to europe right yeah you have yeah oh yeah, yeah. you can feel you can feel the city better there i mean in the, at least in the tourist zones i'm sure their suburbs are as shitty as ours but you i mean just for germany for example you can drink a beer outside you're not allowed to take a beer outside at all anywhere in toronto it's illegal yeah yeah so that yeah. oh i love that or in france how the cafes kind of sprawl into the street and there's so many streets that are not like you can't drive on them there's no cars allowed these are kind of aspects that make being outside better whereas toronto you don't go anywhere except to get to somewhere else yeah and toronto's a grid toronto has some good areas but yeah i agree with you that like in general like what's appealing about those European cities is exactly how they're it just feels more unified like the kind of from a from the perspective of a pedestrian it's like much more inviting I mean this is kind of a a point that Jane Jacobs right the like famous urbanist who actually lived in Toronto for a while made about like she was kind of the first response to these grand city planners like um, Robert Moses and, and these others who had kind of a bird's eye view of the city and from like the kind of automobile perspective and Jane Mansbridge's whole or or sorry, Jane Jacobs' whole thing was from the from the perspective of on the street as a human being, what is it like to be there? Right? Like what is it actually like to engage with the city? Is it inviting? Does it how does it affect your emotions? Uh does it make you want to interact with others? And I think like all that stuff is good. I think I mean, I'm I'm very sympathetic to like cities that are inviting. I mean, when I was in Naples, I remember just feeling like the streetscape and the way everyone was taught was engaging with each other was extremely dynamic. But the question is, does this contribute to like radical politics or like, or the, or the potential to like, I'm not sure it does. I think it just makes people happier, but I don't think it necessarily makes them more quite more like, like rebellious towards power structures or something like that. Like North American grid cities are clearly for the car and not for the walker. And maybe for the biker, but I don't know. There's a big fight over that in Toronto. But yeah, I, I always remember one of the principles that Jane Jacobs would say is like, when you're walking down the street, you want to see the end of the street. You don't want the street to just disappear into the horizon in the distance. Like you've got to have endings of the streets. Like you should be able to see the end of the road when you're walking down it. And I mean, if you're familiar with Toronto, the perfect example is like Kensington Market, but any European city will really do because they're always twisting and turning and bending. You can see the end. It's not just like an endless expanse of straight road. That was one of the things that that was like just one of her basic principles of, of 
of urban planning is you should you should have that and it makes it more walking friendly and again it i see it as more pleasant it's more pleasant to walk around in a, in an area that has lots of twists and turns rather than just like walking yeah, down totally. young street or something and it's just this straight imposing monumental endless road that makes you feel like you shouldn't be there this is for cars i'm just here like on the side trying not to die and of course i i think this goes without saying because it's a banal point almost but the kind of city that you live in is part of what does he call here urbanists who present themselves as the educators of the population have been educated themselves by this world of alienation that they reproduce and perfect as best they can so it's like show me your city and i'll tell you what kind of subject you want and toronto is perfect in that because it's like a what 100 and 100 year old city basically and what kind of subject 200. do we want we want rationality we want perfect grid lines uh we want which i you know you you can't be too 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 hard on this because it makes a lot of sense like all the numbered streets you don't need a map before google maps you don't need a map to find where you're going because you just count up the numbers and then you you get where you're going and same with like creating a sewage system when european cities were built they didn't have sewage but this is easier you can put the sewage system in a grid the heating system so it's all obviously done for convenience but the the cost for that convenience is also to reproduce self-same subjects that are not meant to be outside they're meant to either be at work or at home and that's the that's their critique is we could in the future we could do better we could have a have a more human city that's not just based on religion an, an organicism without the the mythic center of town i guess you could say yeah i mean i agree with that i think i still you know find myself unconvinced that it will do anything beyond that right so i agree with all that i'm i'm a supporter of that kind of urbanism but is it going to create a revolutionary subject i i think i not. don't think they really bring up revolutionary subjects as much as just solidarity like you you feel like you have neighbors instead of like you feel like you have people that you're racing to get on the subway before them. <laughs> I read this on the subway. How's that for an, uh, an urbanism? I do a lot of reading on the subway. <laughs> so much like digging and interpretation. Even that like, what is the Temple of the Sun? Is that Machu Picchu? What does that suggest? We are bored in this city. There's no longer any Temple of the Sun. 